0: Welcome to Extra Credit, the summer series from Partial Credit that helps you remember that we're a podcast. I'm your host, Lucas Daniels, and it's just me. Uh, That, what's her name? That other person that does the show with me. What is her name? This is going to drive me crazy. Uh, Does anybody remember? It'll come to me. It'll come to me. Uh yeah, extra credit. Welcome. All right, let's set the stage here. I guess this falls under uh American history, American dumb fuckery is another option. Uh but yeah, let's let's get started. On a winter Sunday morning, and most of the inhabitants of Oahu Oahu? I feel like this is going to upset the, what is her name? Anyway, uh, Oahu was asleep. Anyway, uh, the military at Pearl Harbor was not paying any attention. Um, They might have been paying more attention if it was a different day of the week. Uh, The winter trade winds were blowing steadily from the northeast against the Hawaiian island rushing along and then up and over the 3,000 foot Kulao range. Uh, with the moisture that, that comes in uh, that way, it it's, um, it forms into these huge clouds, creating like a dark wall of rain, like what you might see on Lost, which was filmed in Hawaii. Fun fact. Um, so there was this admiral who was intent on catching the U.S. military, uh, unprepared and he was completely aware of this, uh, meteorolo- meteorological meteorological, meteorological. Let's try that again. Uh, it was the perfect natural cover in which attacking ships and planes could approach the Island without being detected and, uh, not giving anybody any time for a proper defense. He set off from his own military debate base, uh, far away. Um, He had a small task force, two aircraft carriers and a few destroyers, uh, leaving behind a larger fleet of cruisers and excess destroyers. Um, this, This admiral believed that the future of any country's navy was dependent on its superiority in the air, and he intended to prove the validity of his views with an attack on Pearl Harbor. He hoped, when his small force set sail, 24 hours off the island, uh, thick weather greeted him with conditions that made it unlikely a defending fleet could detect him. Uh, and, and darkness, it, it got dark. <laughs> his fleet began to approach. Uh, they, they started going full speed toward the island, toward the military base, that was completely unaware. Um, they were lights off, radio silence, uh, in the rain, low clouds, strong wind. Uh, the, the Admiral held his planes until just before dawn, when they were 60 miles away from Pearl Harbor. And then while in complete darkness, while everyone slept, 152 planes took off from the aircraft carriers. Um, the planes emerged just as the sun was coming up uh you you know i'm laughing and we're we're talking about a, a national tragedy but the the planes found the world's greatest naval base asleep asleep fighters led the charge just strafing the airfield, knocking out the planes on the ground before any aerial defense could lift off. Uh, air domination achieved, dive bombers, bombers uh, and torpedo planes freely followed, raining down on the vessels in the harbor. Not a single one was left unscathed. Leaving devastation behind, the attacking fleet collected its planes and disappeared before the stunned men and women obviously we've all seen the the uh the film uh was that ben affleck yeah ben affleck movie cuba gooding jr i think he was a cook who mans a gun right anyway uh the attacking fleet collected its planes and disappeared um the military on the ground uh was completely demoralized uh Their vessels and military structures were covered in flour, uh, from flour bombs, meant to simulate the real thing. There were also dead flares that needed to be cleaned up, other forms of simulated aircraft-delivered explosives that had been dropped on them. Yeah, this is uh, February 1932. World War II was uh, more than 10 years away. And it was the first time that Pearl Harbor lost the annual simulated military games meant to test the island's defenses. Uh, Rear Admiral Harry E. Yarnall uh, uh, from the U.S. Navy had exposed uh, several weaknesses in the defenses of Pearl Harbor and had won the simulated attack. Uh, he had done it by going against the prevailing views of military leaders uh, he w- believed that the future a, a the, fu- the future military um, a country's navy would be successful only if its air capabilities matched its seagoing strength um <laughs> just so, there it is 1932 the first attack on pearl harbor so yeah this was really fucking embarrassing and it didn't go over well well with the rest of the navy uh yeah, the admirals the brass the whatever i don't understand uh the hierarchy um immediately after the drills adam admiral yarnell was declared the victor and uh a, a military strategists across the US knew something major had just happened uh, that needed an appropriate response politics get it just go figure politics got in the way Uh, Admiral Yarnell's victory was declared void due to complaints that he acted in an unfair manner because that's what happens in war everyone's fair right we all agree to rules nobody's (laughs) nobody's no, <laughs> yeah, Everybody's played risk knows that's a lie uh, that if there had been a state of war the element of surprise would not have been a factor the navy administration voted down the idea of reorganizing itself around the importance of air power it was written in a report that followed quote It is doubtful if air attacks can be launched against uh, Oahu. Oahu? God, fuck. What is her name? She She would know how to pronounce this. Oahu. In the face of strong defensive aviation without subjecting the attacking carriers to the danger of material damage and consequent great losses in the attack air force. What? That doesn't seem to make sense. Uh, Essentially, the military was arguing the exact opposite of what had actually happened. Right? Right. So it was tried again. We're going to cover that Uh, right after this ad for anchors. uh, They will keep your military base from drifting into an area where it can be attacked over and over and over again until people eventually die because people are stubborn and won't admit they're wrong. This episode of Partial Credit is brought to you by Anchor. Uh, If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. Uh, There's tools that help you record and edit your podcast. Uh, You can do it on your phone or your computer. Uh, They'll distribute your podcast for free. Uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all the places you get podcasts. I'm going to say podcast one more time. You can make money from your podcast. No minimum listenership. I'm doing it right now. I'm doing it right now. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Um, And all you have to do is uh, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. On with the show. So let's reset the stage. 1938. Same war games are being played again testing Pearl Harbor's defenses. The attacking force was this time led by Admiral Ernest King. Admiral Yarnell, however, was working in the background, uh, running the experiment a second time. Uh, King took a single aircraft carrier escorted by destroyers to attack Pearl Harbor from the air. Coming in over the Kulao Range, he surprised the military base and won just as admiral yarnell had done six years earlier in 1932 once again however politics and dismissal of unfair tactics led to a lack of bolstered defenses at pearl harbor and an unwillingness to restructure the united states navy Uh, now the u.s military did not know what we know now, uh, which is that Japan had been watching Admiral Yarnell's 1932 mock attack. Tokyo, Tokyo's spy organization in Oahu had observed uh, uh, from across the island. Uh, studied, They studied and studied the lessons uh, that the U.S. Navy uh, refused to learn. Uh, Admiral Isoroku Yamamoto was convinced that the future attacking power of a Navy should be built around air power. And that's what they did with the Japanese Navy. So Yarnell was right. Ernest King was right. The power of the Navy was in the air not in boats not in boats and i i you know what i know this one's going on a little bit longer i promise shorter episodes and I, I promise to wrap it up um you know in just a minute i'm gonna i'm gonna go punch a wall and then i'm gonna come right back it'll be a seamless edit you won't even fucking notice Look, I know I'm upset and I'm annoyed. Um, and that's usually... Oh, fuck. She does that. She's usually the one that gets upset at things. And I just make the jokes. And now, god damn it. Can somebody email me, message us? Uh, it just, what is her name? Uh, her dad. I know her dad. Sorry, Gary, is his full name. Sorry, Gary. Ah, fuck me. Okay, and now World War II is completely underway uh, in the Pacific, and Japan knew that it could not fend off a full-on assault from the U.S. Navy uh, if the U.S. Navy had entered the war. Uh, Instead, they needed to launch a preemptive attack to completely cripple the US's ability to interfere with Japan's uh, efforts in the Pacific. So, on December 7th, 1941, Admiral Yamamoto pulled off the exact same military plans of Admiral Yarnell, uh, launched his assault on Pearl Harbor, this time his, his planes weren't carrying bombs made of flour and flares to simulate an attack. <sighs> Yamamoto's planes came through that wall of clouds and its fighters strafed the US airfields before bombers descended on the island. And only then did the US Navy accept that they should have, should have fucking listened. and that's the price you pay for refusing, absolutely refusing to learn from someone else. Say that you might be wrong. Say that you don't know. Um, And I know this is the only, this is, uh, yeah, this is the second, this is the second extra credit. But, on sensing a theme, say you don't know. It might save a life. And look, I know I'm beating a dead horse here, but 2,403 people died on December 7th in the attack on Pearl Harbor. And the United States had everything, everything it needed. To save those lives and countless lives from there on out, um, we entered World War II, and I don't, I don't want to talk about the number of people that died in World War II, but you know the headlines went up the next day. The attack on Pearl Harbor got the entire country ready to go ready to go to war, ready to kill people, ready to put people in internment camps, ready to (sighs) separate people of races. And I know I'm usually the one that makes jokes. Lily's the serious one. Oh, that's her name. (laughs) I remembered it's Lily. That's what it took. That's what it took. I got it awesome so the information is out there about everything that's going to kill you or me or the planet climate change all of it it's right there climate change is right there the reports have been given and they've been politicized and it's an attack on us. It's. I'm upset, I'm tired, I'm tired, I'm tired, I'm tired of being attacked because our government refuses to act. Things have to be politicized. So that was fun. <laughs> My co-host's name is Lily. I do wish she was here. Maybe we can we can look a little more into uh, this depressing story at a later date. Um, but, you know, she's busy. I'm busy. Uh, the only reason I'm able to do this is I broke my tractor today. So, <sighs> guys, I, I, I really appreciate it every single one of you that's listening right now. And if you would go over to Apple podcasts and, uh, throw a, a rating and a review in there, it, it helps so much. There are, I think at last count 14 ratings, I would love to see that get to a hundred. That is a major goal for me. Uh, so jump over to Apple, give it a five star, give it a, give it a review. Ta- remind me what my co-host name is um we're going to be doing a giveaway of some stickers soon uh but if you want to get an idea of those stickers or maybe get it on a t-shirt or a mug or something groovy like that head over to redbubble.com and type in partial credit and you will see some of the uh, awesome designs from my co-host lily I remembered her name look at me go